You're listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a podcast all about pop culture that these brilliant ladies enjoy. So, heat up your kettles. It's tea time. Hello, everyone. I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And you're listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, proud member of the geek to geek Podcast Network. This week, we are discussing our favorite childhood movies to watch for Halloween. But before we get into that, Katie, what you up, did up to, huh? Huh? Uh... <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Huh? Like, hey, hey, huh? hey. Um, well, <laughs> it's been um, a good week slash the worst week ever. Balance. I feel like I've had just like a bad couple of weeks. Aww. and With work. With work. I mean, my the rest of my life has been pretty fine. And even like parts of my work life have been fine. But I finally um, broke production. <laughs> oh, no. I did something alone for the first time, and I did it in the wrong order and caused all of production to go down. Like, the website crashed. Oh. Were the you in cr- more trouble this time than you were uh, before? The, the, the server crashed, and... Um, it was bad, and I really upset our CTO, and I feel really bad about it. And I, when it happened, I was sitting there staring at my computer, like, in tears, like, oh my god, I finally did it. I broke it. They fixed it. Thank god. Like, somebody fixed it. They just restarted something, and it fixed. There was, like, a weird caching issue that happened because I updated the API before the database. Not mm-hmm. that, unless you're a computer person, you don't understand any of that. Means nothing to me. Good. It's great. <laughs> you don't need to know about it. <laughs> Anyways, so it was really bad. So I was like really upset. Aww. And I, um, it was so bad because we had our like Halloween skit lunch thing that day. Uh, and so lunch was really great. And then I came back and like destroyed production. And, uh, I went on a walk to a to Ralph's with Erwin and Joel, and I like cried while we walked. Oh no! <laughs> I told them I was like, "I'm ready to go if you guys are, but I might cry because of what I did, so don't worry about me." Oh, oh no! So like, they both were trying to make me feel better, and like Joel kept like looking back at me to make sure I was okay, and I'm like, "I'm fine. It's fine." I just you're, you're fine. I just need to cry this I out. Just, I just need a minute. <laughs> Being a super emotional person is not helpful in these situations. No, but it was it was just bad. And like I, I wrote some notes out, and everybody was asking me like, "Do you know what you did wrong?" Like I do because nobody ever taught me how to do this and what order it was supposed to be going in. I was like, from now on, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> well, like. Why aren't they training you to do it? Like, why aren't they sitting I, down and doing it with you the first time? Well, they did do it. So, like, they did do it, but they never told me, like, this is the order that it has to go in if you'd have to update multiple things okay. individually. So, but the thing is, is, like, we have this fancy script that we can run that will update everything without me having to manually do it. And I was like, why aren't we using and yeah. like our CTO said the same thing. He goes, you know how we eliminate this problem? Just run the script. And I'm like, you betcha, sir, whatever you want. And then I sat next to him on Wednesday in a meeting and I was like, don't look at me. <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> don't look at me. Um, But it was fine. Uh, I got invited to go to a uh, animation film festival on Sunday. So I'm excited to go to that. Very cool. Because when I'm not spending time with my other friends, I'm literally only spending time with Erwin and Joel. <laughs> That's what work, it feels like. They're your work BFFs. That's cool. <laughs> and Morgan, of course. And Morgan, yes. And Natalie. Those are my work BFFs, those four people. Apparently. Natalie's a long distance work BFF. Oh, but... I miss her so much. Yeah. I miss you too. <laughs> uh, you just have too many friends. Oh my and God. by too many, I mean not 
too many. <laughs> you I can have never have too many. <laughs> can never have too many friends. But anyway, so that's going to be fun. I'm going to do that tomorrow. And then we're spending the day in Hollywood, <clears throat> which will be really fun. I love Hollywood. Um, but yes. I got, <laughs> so work was doing flu shots. <laughs> do you have so, to take them for your business, your, your, uh, company? No, we don't, but, like, they uh, they had somebody come in, and they were giving flu shots, so if you had your insurance card, it was free. And I was like, oh. I needed to get a flu shot anyway, because we work in an open office, and it's, like, a cesspool. Yeah. Like, one sense. person gets sick, everybody gets sick. So, Gross. I'm like, I'm not getting the flu while working here. So, um, I, uh, <clears throat> I knew I was getting a flu shot, and I still made the wrong um, clothing choice for the day. Knowing I was getting a flu shot. Why? What did you wear? Um, I wore a button-up shirt, which is fine, except for the part that the shirt sleeve wouldn't come up past my elbow to yes. get my shot, which means that I had to unbutton my shirt and push it off my shoulder for them to give me my shot. Way to go. <laughs> and Which would have been fine, except it- for the part where there were a bunch of people in the same room. Yes. Where I was. So I wear, I usually wear like a spaghetti strap undershirt. So it was fine. Um, except for the part where the people that were in the room were Matt, Erwin, and Joel. Oh, great. <laughs> You're like, so, sorry. You're like, sorry, boys. I'm gonna no, it's to- mostly like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> so like I unbuttoned like the first three buttons on my shirt and I was sitting in the chair with my back to the people over there. And I was like pushing the sleeve down my shirt and I pulled it off my shoulder and when I looked over my shoulder the three of them were staring at me and I was like can you not (laughs) and because of the situation my arm was all tense when I got the shot so my arm hurt so bad oh no Katie (laughs) yeah it was just like I'm taking off my shirt in front of people I work with who are also my friends, but it's, like, really awkward. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> yeah, so that happened. Um, and then I had lunch with Erwin on Thursday, which was nice. He came and picked me up. It was very sweet. Uh, we went to Melt It, which is, like, a grilled cheese place. Oh, nice. Or yeah, the Melt? It's, it's called Melt It. Oh, must be a different was, chain or possibly place. It was I've very good. I always wanted to go to a place like that. Oh my god, it was so good. Erwin wanted uh, mac and cheese, and they had mm. grilled cheeses and mac and cheese, so oh. we went there, and yes. it was so good. I almost missed my meeting because I was too distracted by the grilled cheese sandwich that I was eating. <laughs> <laughs> um, Katie, <laughs> I know. And then he like, I looked at the clock, and I had like. 12 minutes to get back to the office. I was like, oh, crap. I was like, we need to leave. He goes, what? I was like, I have a meeting that I scheduled at 1 o'clock. Oh, Um, no. So we, like, rushed back to the office, and then he went home, which was super sweet. Like, he came and got me, and we had lunch, and then he went back home. Um, And then I had had coffee bean with with Joel that day, too, which was great. Maria would be so happy. Yes, she would be. (laughs) It was very good. I love coffee bean. Um, so that's what I've been doing. What about you, Chelsea? <laughs> <laughs> um, sadly, I haven't been up to too much. I mean, like normal. Um, <clears throat> we weren't really able to go out anywhere um, like Sunday or Monday or part of Tuesday because there was a semi-hurricane slash storm that was here. Yes, I heard uh, about that. <laughs> yes, but it mostly affected uh, the South. So okay. we it didn't... Like, by the time it got to us, it was like... It was like practically a breeze and some light rain, which is like a normal everyday thing. <laughs> so it basically like... Dis- not destroyed, but it like, you know, really just like poof, hit the South. And then by the time it got all the way up to us in the like top, you know, East part of Ireland it was like already pretty much gone but there was some like strong winds so yeah it was pretty we were just stuck inside for most of that day um but I did get my hair cut oh my god which I already cut off obviously like a bunch of my hair but now it's like a full-on pixie cut like the whole back is just super super short 
And then I've got some fringe in the front because they call it fringe here. You got some bangs. <laughs> well, not like straight bangs, just like swoop kind of bangs. I got, I don't know hair swoopy fringe. Um, but I like it because the other haircut grew very quickly, and it had I had this like weird mullet kind of thing going on in the back, and I I told him <laughs> I was like. I was like, take it off real short in the back, please. He's like, do you want an undercut? And I'm like, maybe we'll try that next time. Let's first start with this. <laughs> He's like, okay, okay. Oh my but gosh. Um, that was nice. So I get t- my hair's all styled and ready to go because we're going out tonight. We're going to go into a pub to get a pint. Oh my. I know. I, I can't, I don't sound cool. It doesn't sound as cool with an American accent. Like, oh, we're going to go down to the pub and have a pint. They're like, shut up. <laughs> it's not awesome the way that Eamon says it. Exactly. So, um, oh, and plus, uh, speaking of Eamon, he's been getting back into watching Pretty Little Liars because I made him start watching it last Christmas. And mm-hmm. he really liked it, and he wanted to get back into it recently, so we've been watching that. And I've been watching Gossip Girl on my own. I am now on to season five, and season six is only like 10, 12 episodes, so it's going to be over relatively soon. <laughs> Sweet. You can mark that one off your list. Yes, but PLL will be forever. <laughs> Yep, there's a lot of seasons, a lot of episodes. A lot of seasons, a lot of episodes. But I, I'm enjoying it. Eamon's enjoying it. And I'm kind of enjoying watching it, one, knowing everything. Because I've only watched... The only episodes that I've watched more than once is the pilot. So I'm watching basically the series all over again for the first time. Okay. You know, knowing the ending. Oh. So, okay. you know, so it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's about it. Uh, I'm pretty boring, but <laughs> sorry. Um, switching into more geeky things that we've been getting into this week, Katie. What is your weekly geekery? Um, so I'm caught up on the Flash. Yes, and I'm loving it. The season is good. Mm-hmm. Um, no spoilers lo- on the second episode, please. I still love Cisco so oh, much. Yeah. He's the best. <laughs> And I like it. I just, I don't understand the villain. Like, you watched the first episode, right? Yes. Like, you know, like, the big reveal that they did at the end of yeah. the first episode? I was like, who's that? <laughs> yeah. Ema and I were like, is this a comic book character that we don't know about? And it probably is. It's But we it's didn't like, bother looking it up. <laughs> it's just weird because, like, they made this big deal about, like, revealing who it was. But the thing is, is, like, it's not a big deal for anybody who doesn't know who that is. Yeah, I mean, so it's we, like we were both kind of like, huh? Okay. Huh? Yeah, um, actually, my mom messaged me about that too. She was like, "Who's the person at the end?" I feel like I should know him, but I don't. And I'm like, mm. exactly. Like I was like, I feel like I should know who this is, but I don't. So it makes it just sort of like anticlimactic. Yeah, because we don't know who it is. We um, just gotta look up who it is and see. Who- it's probably someone from the comics that I'm just totally blanking on. Possibly. Um, I also, I started watching the second episode of Riverdale this morning. Yeah. Um, of this current season. Arch needs to chill, man. <laughs> Archie. Archie. Archie is like so extra this season. <laughs> But really you know is. what? But you know what? He's finally interesting because he was such a boring character I in know. season one. I love Jughead, to be honest. Like, Jug, oh, yeah. Jug is my favorite. But um, Jughead and Betty, I love Betty. They're adorable. Um, but my favorite thing, like, I, I, I had to stop the episode so we could come, I could come up here to record. And oh. I stopped it right after Archie opened the door shirtless. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and so speaking of Riverdale, so shout out to my friend John, who works at, who I work with, who yes. has the Riverdale Registrar uh, podcast. So Which they've started up their good. episodes again so yeah. hopefully like i'm hoping that we can get john and his co-host on our show at some caitlin, point i think caitlin yeah um i don't know if caitlin will do it but john said he's definitely down to be on the show um i mean caitlin's it was pretty much into everything we're into so no, i, I know. feel like caitlin should definitely come on i'm just saying 
Um, so it would be super cool to have that happen. Um, but I started laughing really hard when Archie opened the door and he was shirtless because in the very first episode of the Rivers of Riverdale Registrar, uh, John called KJ Appa a primetime beefcake. And yes. I was just dying. <laughs> it makes me laugh every single time whenever I see Archie like shirtless. I'm like, hmm, primetime beefcake. I, I love their podcast because they just like... They're totally like me on their feelings for Archie. They're just like, they're just like, what? Why is he so boring? Like, why is everyone else so interesting? They're like, but why is Archie so hot? They're just like, oh yeah, bad he's totally job. hot. Oh, it's pretty hair. bad this season too. Oh, okay, it's really good Arch. in the dark lighting, but in the light lighting, you could just see all the. It's just not good. They should Archie. just do like a dark auburn instead of making it like this bright red hair. I know. I don't or know. Or just get a good wig. That also could work. Oh, yeah. That could also work. Anyways, I don't know. Sorry. We're totally like just... <clears throat> I'm just ogling Archie. I'm so sorry. No, it's totally fine. Um. But, yeah. So Riverdale was really great. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else I did for Geek geeky stuff oh i started watching I, i'm still watching um avatar the last airbender animated series so i'm working my way through the first season because when i finish the first season then joel will watch a movie that i want him to watch which one are you gonna make him watch the sandlot is gonna be the first one. Oh, okay perfect i feel like because he needs to watch it so yes. um we're gonna have a movie night and uh yeah so i'm very excited about that um but yeah, so the I love, I, I actually really love The Last Airbender. It's very yeah? good. It's a very good show, yeah. I mean, I, I liked it before, but I mean, I just love it now. Like, Katara is like, that's her name, right? The girl. I don't, I don't watch it. Anyways, uh, her, like, the, <laughs> I love her. Because there's like three main characters. So it's Sokka, uh, Aang, and I think her name is Katara. People are going to hate me. They're like, you're watching this show and you don't even know who anybody is. Yeah, you just started the first season. I don't. It takes me like a good, a good season or two to remember everyone's names. I'm pretty sure it's Katara. I'm like, it's yes, it the is the girl with the Katara. Hair. Yeah, but I love, <clears throat> I love her. So she's very, very good. It's very, um, she's just an amazing character, and yeah, and I love Appa. Appa's the flying bison. He's so cute. Nice. But yeah, so that's pretty much like, that's pretty much all I've been doing, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm also reading a book, but besides that. I know, I've been pretty slim on my uh, geeky stuff. Pretty much only thing I've done this week is catch up on all the DC TV shows, because for us, it was the first week of everything, so I've seen the first episode of Supergirl, Flash, Legends, and Arrow. Um... All of which I really liked. Um, I think the two that I'm the most excited about are Legends and The Flash. Aw, Supergirl? Not Supergirl. Well, it's not that that Supergirl wasn't good. Like, you know my... You know my feelings on certain things with Supergirl. Oh no, (laughs) Monel. It's just... Let's just say angsty Kara is not my fave but it looks like that's gonna be done with like they pretty much kind of solved that but her being angsty over Mana because even was like come on are you just are you just acting like this because she's being you know sad over Monel and I'm like no I wouldn't like it if it was someone else (laughs) and he's like yeah right he's like shut up lies (laughs) that's hilarious okay I mean, I think you'll be fine with it, but I just don't, I don't like seeing, like, mopey Kara and, like... That doesn't even sound, like, fun. Like, we get, we get enough of that on the other shows, but like I said, it's something that she needs to go through, and she, they pretty much work it out by the end of the episode. I just, there are a lot of things I'm very excited about, but... Anyway, um, the other geeky thing I've done is I just started, well, kind of started somewhat almost done with a comic called Superman Rebirth. It's a a really good Superman origin uh, book that is really, really, really good. 
Uh, I'm really, I'm liking it. It's got a great take on the origin. It's kind of inspired by Smallville because I think it was written around the fourth season of Smallville. Okay. So it's got the whole like Clark and Lex being friends when they were teens and kind of, you know, going into the future. You see like Clark becoming a reporter at the Daily Planet and like kind of learning how to balance um, being Clark Kent and Superman and trying to get the world to accept Superman, to kind of trust him. Because Metropolis is having a lot of terrorism problems, and so they're kind of scared to trust him once they find out he's an alien and stuff. So it's it's really, really good. It's like, if you've never never read anything, like, of Superman or DC, that would be a really good one to pick up, because it's kind of its own contained story. It's not like... It doesn't go along, like, along with 12 other books and other spinoffs and everything. It's just kind of it's a contained story and it's an origin story. So it's nice. I kind of want to get into reading some comic books. Well, that would be a good one if you like Superman. But <laughs> what... Is it, like, uh, combined? Already? Yeah, it's like, it's all in one trade paperback. Okay. So that's a good one. Um, what other characters are you interested in? I think I want to read, because I really like Superman. Okay. Um, I should get back into reading, because I got, I bought all those comic books from the the Captain America, the Steve Rogers Captain America one, where he's yeah. a part of Hydra. Mm-hmm. And so I bought them, but I never read them. Yes. So I should. You should read them. I should read them. So I have them all. Like I have, I think I'm missing some still, which I can purchase. But it was a really good story, and I really like it. Because, you know, I like Superman. I really like Batman. Or not Batman, but really like Captain America. Mm-hmm. I like uh, Supergirl and Batgirl and Wonder Woman, of course. Yeah. So maybe you can send me a list of recommendations, and I can purchase some. And read yeah, them. absolutely. And then even if you want um, recommendations for anything marvel i would ask rob from the comic box because he's he's more like he he reads pretty much everything whereas i pretty much stick to dc so okay i can talk to rob conveniently on our slack channel yes exactly (laughs) slack uh, yeah if you want to check out our slack channel uh geek to geek Right? Geek to How geekcast. You... Geek to geekcast.com. Yes. There you go. Thank you. We'll cl- include a link in our show notes. <laughs> Speaking of the comic box, should we do a promo for the comic box? <laughs> sure, because we were just talking about it. Excellent. So if you are into comics and thought our little conversation for the past minute or so was interesting, uh, be sure to head over to the comic box, which is hosted by Rob and sometimes Liam. Um, they talk about pretty much every, you know, everything you can imagine when it comes to comics. They talk about DC, Marvel, Dark Horse, Image. I mean, he goes through, like, all kinds of stuff. And they talk about, you know, the movie adaptations and the TV shows and everything. And if you have any suggestions for him, he'd probably be happy to take a suggestion from you guys if you want to hear something specific. So if you want to hear a little more information on them, listen now. Comics. Hey everyone, this is Rob, your friendly neighborhood comic geek. And this is Liam, the the languishing, lascivious Liam of Langley. Wow, that was extremely illiterate of you. Well, I try. We are the hosts of The Comic Box, part of the geek to geek podcast network. So, join us. Bop, bop. Oh, yeah. And we're back. So once again, this week we are talking about our favorite childhood Halloween movies. Basically, this was an excuse for me to rewatch Halloween Town and talk about it. <laughs> so this is all about you, is what you're saying. This is all about me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> um, I couldn't even watch it all the way through, to be honest, because there it's not on Amazon here, like Amazon Prime or anything. Like, mm-hmm. we couldn't even, like, purchase it on Amazon what? to watch. I, it's so stupid. <laughs> um, it's, like, not on Netflix. They don't have, like, oh. 
it, it would be really hard to like find it here basically and I tried watching it on YouTube and it was like this super zoomed in version <laughs> oh no so I kind of watched it kind mm-hmm. kind of which is kind of sad because I really was excited to rewatch it but I'm so sorry I can definitely still talk about it because it's one of my faves but obviously now I just want to preface to our audience the ultimate Halloween movie Hocus Pocus will be discussed next week, so do not worry. We did not forget about it. It's just coming next week. (laughs) It needed its own episode, so we couldn't do it justice by just lumping it in with all of the other childhood Halloween movies. So it needed its own episode. I think when you think of Halloween movies like that are not scary movies, like you think of Hocus Pocus, right? That's what I think of, yeah. Absolutely. But other than Hocus Pocus, Katie... Do you have yes. a go-to movie that you must watch or try to watch every year? I'm talking about just one, or am I giving you my list? Well, do you just have... Let's start with your first one, at least. Okay, so I think... I want to say that my go-to one that I try to watch every Halloween is... Oh, this is hard. It's probably Ernest Scared Stupid, to be honest. Okay. So um, tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so this movie came out on October 11th, back in 1991. So this movie is, like, quite, quite I feel like most of these will, because they will be from our childhood, so don't worry. Yes, Well, I mean, like, especially because, like, my childhood takes place in many different years than your stuff. Whatever, man. (laughs) Okay, anyways. So this movie, um, it's about Ernest P. Worrell, who was played by Jim uh, Varney, He's working as a garbage collector in a small Missouri town, and despite warnings of superstitious local old lady Hackmore, uh, he accidentally unleashes devious troll Trantor, a slimy creature confined under a tree for 200 years. Trantor changes some kids into wooden dolls and turns Ernest's dog dog, Rimshot into a log. Ernest then teams up with old lady Hackmore to get rid of the beast and bring the victims back to life. So this movie sounds ridiculous. (laughs) Like when you think about it, it's, uh, Ernest was this character that, um, Jim Varney is most known for. So this was like his fifth rendition of this particular character. And he's been in different movies like Ernest Goes to Jail, Ernest something else, but Ernest Scared Stupid is probably like the one that I've seen the most. Okay. And it's it's very good in the fa- in the sense that it's a bunch of kids in this like small town in Missouri who want to build a treehouse and choose this dark scary forest to build this treehouse in this old rickety giant tree that just like is scary. They build this epic treehouse in it and uh accidentally unleash this sort of devious troll race that mm-hmm kidnaps children and turns them into wooden figurines okay and like so they have to they spend the movie trying to figure out how to defeat the trolls and like some of the best things that i've like incorporated into my daily vernacular and like my daily life came from this movie so like there's sometimes when i see something gross i'm like it 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 and that's from nice. this movie. It's a hundred percent from this movie. Um, but it's just it's so funny because like uh, they fight these trolls and they're like they can be defeated using mother's milk. It's very weird. It's a very weird story. So like, but Ernest misinterprets it as meak, which I don't even know what that is. But he like, he comes up to the troll and he was like, I've got it to defeat you 100% meak. And he like shows it to him. Oh my goodness. People are like, you're an idiot. (laughs) But it's like, it's ridiculous, but it's 100% a kid's movie. It's not really scary. Um, Yeah. But it's, it's funny, and it's, like, a bunch of kids doing awesome stuff and, like, taking on the bad guys and, like, saving everybody and, like, all this stuff. I love it. It's such a good movie. Um, it's on HBO Go, so if you've got HBO, you can watch this. Or it's on, available go. pretty much everywhere. So YouTube, it's available on Amazon, 
Google Plus, like Google Play, because I wrote an article about this. Google for Plus? <laughs> Google Plus, yes. A Google Play. Uh, I wrote an article about it for Dumbbells and Dragons for my movie blog, because I was oh. like, it's Halloween and this movie people don't know about. Okay, we'll include a link to that in the show notes. Yeah. If people want to read it. My movie blog. <laughs> but yeah, so that's probably like my go-to that I try to watch every year. I haven't watched it yet, which means that I need to do that. Well, there you go. Yeah. What about you? Do you have a go-to Halloween movie? I think it's Halloween Town. (coughs) Halloween um... Town. (laughs) Yeah, so probably Halloween Town. Um, Now, funny enough, this came out in 1998, so I was six when this came out. I should have been old enough to probably watch it when it came out. However, I didn't get cable to, like... I was 12, so I'm pretty sure the first time I saw this movie, um, because it's a Disney Channel original movie, Mm -hmm. um, was when I think, like, the third movie had come out, Halloween Town High. Possibly. And I I think what I did is, like, because every year they show them, like, back to back to back, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they were, like, releasing Halloween Town High and, like, you know, Disney Channel, like, they show you the same commercial every freaking commercial break. So especially when they got a new movie coming out. Yeah. Uh, so I think I saw that commercial and was like, okay, I'm just going to like watch all of them. Why not? And that's when I watched them all. And I loved it. I loved everything about it. Um, I didn't really like grow up with Halloween being a big holiday in my house. My mom preferred like she doesn't she wouldn't even decorate her house with like halloween like decoration she would she preferred to decorate it in a harvest style oh jeez yeah okay <laughs> so for me this was like this was like as halloween as i could get it was like everything was kind of like it was spooky but it was fun debbie reynolds was like the grandma i always like wanted you know or the you know and just it was really great um I kind of felt like Marnie. Marnie is like the main character. She's kind of, she feels like she's an odd, odd kid and she likes weird things. And I always felt like an odd kid and I don't know. I liked her a lot. So I'll give you a general summary of what this is about. Okie dokie. Okay. Marnie, Dylan, and Sophie Piper have, have their first out of many adventures on Halloween while Marnie is arguing with her mother, Gwen, the kid's grandmother, Aggie, comes to visit. Aggie wants to start Marnie's witch training before her 13th birthday, or Marnie will lose her powers forever. But there is another reason for Aggie's visit. Something dark and evil is growing in Halloween Town, and Aggie wants to help to f- defeat it. While Aggie and Gwen are arguing, Aggie uses magic, which Marnie observes. After Aggie leaves to return to Halloween Town, Marnie, Dylan, and unknown to Marnie and Dylan, Sophie, their little sister, follow her onto the return bus. Soon afterwards, Gwen follows the children to Halloween Town. While there, Aggie and Gwen are attacked by the dark force in the movie theater. Marnie, Dylan, and Sophie race to get the ingredients to activate Merlin's wand to stop the evil. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So basically... There's this, like, other world in an alternate dimension that where everything that we've ever heard of related to, like, Halloween exists. And it's, like, a secret place where, like, they can all be and not be judged and not be, you know, scaring other people. And it's just, like, a place where they can be themselves. And the mother of Marnie, uh, she married a mortal and therefore moved to the mortal world and wants her kids to be normal and to be mortal and, like, doesn't even let them go out on Halloween and anything. And the kids are like, what the heck, man? Why can't we go trick-or-treating like our friends? Yeah. And so they immediately gravitate towards their grandmother, who is, like, obviously all about Halloween. Like, the second she comes, she has, like, this big thing of candy for them and she, like, (laughs) starts putting up decorations and she's just very whimsical and it's really, really great. Love it. And so they go on, they go on like adventures and they, you know, battle things. And it's pretty much like the same with the future movies, um, except Marnie knows that she has the powers and stuff. So 
But I think she, she goes back between the mortal world and Halloween Town. She doesn't, like, pick one or the other. So, okay. Yeah. Any they other... Always, uh, I'm sorry? Uh, I said they always show Halloween Town as part of 13 Days of Halloween on yes. Freeform slash ABC Family. Because it's amazing. Yes. <laughs> I like it. I like the girl who plays the main character. She's She's very real, very, I don't know, fun. Got a lot and they of spunk. Just, and they just had a reunion, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I, I saw, like, she put up a YouTube video or something. She has, like, a YouTube channel and everything. Aw. Love it. Yeah, that, oh, the actress I'm talking about is Kimberly J. Brown. Yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> Next movie on your list. Um, obviously it's Casper. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> So I love Devin Sawa. Oh my god! (laughs) I'm shocked. Uh, I'm shocked. So shocked, right? (laughs) No, Casper is probably like it's one of my favorite movies of all time. I will have to say that it's just it's so good. Mm -hmm. Like it's just oh my god! So it came out on May 26th in 1995. I love how a lot of these Halloween related movies did not come out in October. Oh really? Yeah, this came out in May. Ernest Scared Stupid came out in October, but like a lot of huh. the movies on my list, I don't think came out in October. I didn't look at the month for our for mine. I just looked at the year. Yeah. Huh. Anyways, um, so Casper is a young, a kind young ghost who peacefully haunts a man a mansion in Maine when specialist Jim Harvey, played by Bill Pullman, arrives in arrives to communicate with Casper and his fellow spirits. He brings along his teenage daughter, Kat, played by Christina Ricci. Uh, Casper quickly falls in love with Kat, but their buddying relationship is complicated not only by his transparent state, but also by his troublemaking apparition uncles and their mischievous attitude. Or antics, if I could read English. (laughs) Um, But... This movie is so great because Casper is so adorable and I absolutely love the character of Kat because she just sort of like, she's a weird girl whose like dad is like, (laughs) he contacts the spirit world. So like he's a paranormal psychologist or something, (laughs) which is weird. And they like move to this house in Maine in a place like, like he just uproots her and moves her. And basically like his whole plan is to somehow find his wife because she passed away and he's been looking for her to talk to her because he thinks that she has unfinished business. And that's why they like keep moving around to see if he can find her. And they end up in this house with these four ghosts, which is like the three uncles and Casper and like cats going to this this new school and people are weirded out because she lives in this super haunted house that everybody talks about and like her and Casper like hit it off and poor Casper like passed away when he was very young cuz he got sick and stuff and it's like so such a cute movie and also Devin Sawa plays the human version of Casper <laughs> yes um <laughs> I can't remember if this is the first movie they were in together because Christina Ricci and Devin Sauer are in Now and Then together. And I can't remember what year that one came out. I think it came out around the same time. I think they came out almost in the same year because it wasn't we looked up one time. Yeah, I think it was on my list when we were talking about childhood crushes. So I think it was the same year. But I mean, I feel like Christina Christina Ricci did like three movies within one year, or at least they came out within the same year. So they probably did, but I love, I love this movie. It's it's so so good, and like I'm a huge fan of Bill Pullman too. In my mind, he's he's my president forever. Yes, he was the president in Independence Day. Had the best speech ever. Yes, beautiful. His speech was so good at Independence Day that people actually thought he was the real president. Oh my god. Like the extras that were on the set in Mexico for that scene, they oh, were like, yeah. is that the, the, the president of the US? And we're like, we wish it was. <laughs> we, we we wish. Um, but yeah, this this movie is just like it's really cute and like Casper is the the it's Casper the Friendly Ghost. Like, that's just what he is. He's and just super cute. That's cute yeah. animation. It's 
because this was a cartoon that they turned into a, a live action slash animated film. Mm-hmm. Like it had both. And it's just, it's so good. So like people need to see it if they haven't seen it. Like Casper is one of those movies that you need to see. Like you need to see Hocus Pocus. Exactly. So love it. It's a cute uh, one. It's a cute one. Okay. I have some more. <laughs> um, More details on Casper? No, I have more movies, unless you want to talk about one of your movies. I didn't know how you wanted to break this up, because we didn't discuss this before, because you're real great at planning. What are you trying to say? No. (laughs) Hey, we got notes. That should be enough. Exactly. Well, I'll I'll go on my next one, because it's actually along the same uh, theme in Christina Ricci. Uh, The Addams Family is (gasps) my next one, which came out in 1991. And, oh my gosh, this movie is freaking hilarious. I love Adam's family so much. (laughs) It is amazing. So, real quick summary. When a man, played by Christopher Lloyd, claiming to be Fester, the missing brother of Gomez Adams, Raul Julia, or Julia, uh, arrives at the Adams home and the family is thrilled. However, Morticia, played by Angelica Houston, begins to suspect the man is a fraud, since he cannot recall details of Fester's life. With the help of a lawyer, Tully Alford, played by Dan Hedaya, Fester manages to get the Adams clan evicted from their home. Gomez realizes the two men are conspiring to swindle the Adams fortune, and that he must challenge Fester. Oh my god. So, just hilarious. Just... It's... (laughs) It's okay. You know what's so funny is like rewatching this. It's just the same amount of kooky, kookiness that like Beetlejuice has, but it's so freaking dark, dude. <laughs> like, oh, like Adam's the, family. Yeah, like the children. Oh, yeah. Are Wednesday like and Pugsley trying yeah. to constantly kill each other. <laughs> like when she's like, Pugsley, come up on this chair here for a second. Why? Because I want to electrocute you. <laughs> it's like, you want to know what my favorite line from this movie is? What? Is when they have the Halloween party and mm-hmm. the lady, I don't know, is it, it is this one, right? I could be wrong. I could be mixing up Adam's Family and Adam's Family Values. But Wednesday, like, Wednesday gets asked, she goes like, oh, honey, what are you dressed up as? And she goes, I'm a serial, a homicidal maniac. They look like everybody else. Yes, that's from the first one. Yeah. Okay, because she's just wearing Ooh. her normal clothes. Yeah, she's just wearing, exactly. They look like everybody like, else. I'm a homicidal maniac. They look like everybody else. I'm like, okay. that is the greatest Halloween costume on the planet. But the best scene of this movie, and I just laughed so freaking hard, is when they're doing their skit for their oh, school. No. <laughs> and they just start slicing each other, and the blood is just spraying the audience and the st- and it just keeps going. It just keep, like even when there's like everything stopped, it's just <laughs> and the audience is just completely freaked out. And then and then their family just stands up and is like, "Yes, wow, that was amazing! Bravo, bravo!" bravo. <laughs> also, one of the greatest things that ever came out of this film. To be honest, is relationship goals between <gasps> Gomez and Morticia. Yes. Like oh my god. I just, just... I wanna talk I wanna talk about this for a second because yes. like the way that Gomez just worships Morticia yes. is just like Yes. I like it makes you just wish that you had somebody that looks at you the way that Gomez looks at Morticia. Like every, every day. day. He always, every day. Every, every day. Like he whenever he like I love the ridiculousness of always having for her, always having that bar of light across her eyes. Always. Yes. Like and whenever he kisses her hand, he's like Katamia Moshelli. Like he always <laughs> talks to her. And I'm just like kissing here. up her arm. And oh my God, it's just like I love them so much. Like Angelica Houston was the perfect casting for yes. Morticia. Like 
both of them. And it's so sad because the person who plays Gomez, he passed away like not too long after the second film was made. And Mm -hmm. those are like the only two movies that I've ever seen him in. Yeah. And he was such an incredible actor and he did such a great job at like playing Gomez. And like the chemistry between the two characters was just like fire. It was. It was such fire. And, like, I love all those memes where, like, don't aspire to be Harley and Joker, aspire to be uh, Gormez and Mo- Gomez and Morticia. I was, I was combining their names, but, yeah. Yes. I'm like, I'm like, exactly, like, you should be supporting each other, like, praising each other, and super hot for each other. <laughs> all the time. And it's just, like, it's all the time. And, and those just two won't... are kinky. Oh my god. <laughs> like when she's like when she's strapped up and everything or right, she's strapped up, right? Yeah, she's like tied to yeah. the bed or whatever. And he's like he's like you're tied up and you're blah 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 and she's like I know, hun. We'll do this later too. <laughs> like, <laughs> like she's supposed to be in danger, but they're just getting turned on about it. Like, oh, I know. They're like, like, "Oh, is that when they're almost going to die?" And they're just like, "Wait." <laughs> <laughs> they're like totally he's like we'll recreate like, oh. this later <laughs> <laughs> oh just... my god i love i love it so much and like wednesday is so perfect did you ever see the photo it was a photoshopped picture but i feel like it's time that they bring it back like adam's family because there was a picture that somebody had photoshopped of christina ricci wearing the morticia costume <gasps> and i needed it to be real like That's it was so, cool. so perfect and i'm like could you imagine like grown-up versions of them that would like, be really I'm, cool i'm pretty sure that that's how like wednesday would look oh yeah would be that I mean, I would still like her to maybe, like, have the collar, like, the Peter Pan collar that she has, but still have the the rest of the dress. Like, that would be amazing. Oh, my God. Christina Ricci is one of my favorites, honestly. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. I love... Oh, my God. Penelope. Love Penelope. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. I just recently watched that, too. I did, too. Oh, my God. I forgot to to add that to my... To my... uh, (laughs) They put it back on Netflix. Yeah, I watched it. Um, um, your next movie. <laughs> mine. Sorry. No. <laughs> Just gushing about Adam's family. That's um, okay. Uh, the next movie that I have on here is actually not from my childhood. Because <laughs> okay. it's much older than I am. Which is the Silly Symphony, the skeleton dance. So yeah. it's like this... It's just this animated black and white feature. It came out on August 22nd in 1929. So it's a Walt Disney Silly Symphonies. It was one of like, he directed it himself. And it's like, it's a short subject production that he directed. And it's just this skeleton that comes out of the grave and they like dance and there's music. Like I'll even put the video. It's like, I think it's like 10 minutes or something on in our, I'll, I'll send it to you for the show notes because it's just a real quick thing. I always watch it every, I try to watch it every Halloween. I watched, it was a Facebook video this time that I watched it. Oh, nice. I was like the skeleton dance, but yeah, Yeah. no, it's really, it's just a quick little, little thing. It's no talking, just music. And it's just a bunch of skeletons like dancing and playing like (laughs) playing other skeletons as instruments. So it's like, it's (laughs) really cute. Yeah. So yeah, you should watch it. It's really cute. Very cute. Okay. All right. Next one. And this is my last one. You Do you have any more? Or? I have one more. I'll do one more. Okay. So my last one is Nightmare Before Christmas, which can kind of be considered a Halloween movie, kind of can be a Christmas movie. Um, I think Eamon says he prefers to watch it at Christmas, but <clears throat> I figured it could still count. Uh so that came out in 1993, and it is quote-unquote Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. But actually, Tim Burton didn't write or direct this movie. He just came up with the concept and the characters. I thought that was kind of interesting. So the director is actually Henry uh, Selleck, who did Coraline, James and the Giant Peach. Um, and it was written by... Caroline Thompson, who did Edward, or who wrote Edward Scissorhands and Corpse Bride. Wow. Yeah. 
And uh, Danny Elfman not only sings the part of Jack, but he actually wrote the songs and the score. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. So a quick summary of this is uh, it tells the story of Jack Skellington, a resident from Halloween Town who stumbles through a portal to Christmas Town and decides to celebrate the holiday with some dastardly and comical consequences. So, like I said, it's kind of an in-between movie. I feel like you could probably watch it. Um, I feel like you could watch it around Halloween time, but you could also watch it like around Thanksgiving or just November in general. Um, but I love this is Halloween. Like this is Halloween. This is Halloween. Halloween. I, yeah. Yes. I absolutely love that song, and it's just really well done. Uh, it's really. It's joyful, but also being dark, which is kind of like the a really big theme with, you know, these childhood movies is like, you can't be too scary because kids are going to watch this. So it's like, they got to inject like a lot of joyful, like feeling into everything that looks really scary, you know? Yeah. Like the music in this is like very, very happy. And I mean, for the most part, yes. for the most part, it's very, very happy. Same with, like, Halloween Town. Like, they keep everything pretty, like, you know, very yes. tame. And I'm assuming with yours as well. Like, Casper, you know, everything. Casper, yeah. Is, you know, it's very, it's still joyful, but not too scary. But everything yeah. looks kind of scary. So, yes. It works. But anyway, I love, yeah. I love Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, and- I like it. It's definitely, like you said, both, because uh, at Disneyland, they decorate um, the Haunted Mansion to be Nightmare Before Christmas, and they do it for Halloween, so it goes from Halloween till end of December. Yeah. So they kind of cover both holidays, and I'm super excited because I get to go on that on Wednesday when I go to Disneyland with some people from work. (laughs) Nice! Yeah! Yeah, so it's going to be super fun, Um, but that movie is so good. Like, the music is so good. I love Sally, and Jack Skellington is great. Um, they just did so good. It's such an iconic film. And mm-hmm. Exactly. Love... It's still super popular to this day. Oh, it would be so cool, though, because, like, you know when he goes through the portal from Halloween Town and he's standing in with all the trees with all the different doors? Mm-hmm. So there is a potential to make more. So, like, he could go to Easter Town or he could go to Thanksgiving Town. Like, he'd go to all of these different places. That's true. That's true. And I love the way that Santa Claus looks. Yes. Sandy Claus, like he's got Sandy these tiny Claus. little hands and he's super fat and it's really adorable. <laughs> he kind of looks like exactly. a triangle, which Aww. is like <laughs> hilarious. Um, but yeah, I love that movie so much. All right, so your last movie. Okay, so my last movie is actually it's called The Witches. So this was a this it's actually a book too. So the same person who wrote. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory wrote Mm. The Witches. So I think, I always forget what his name is. But anyways, uh, I'll look that up while I talk about it. Um, So this movie came out in 1994. And it is definitely an older movie. And it also has Angelica Houston in it. (laughs) Oh, very cool. Um, Sorry, I'm like... That's okay. uh, What is it? Is it... Uh, Ronald Dahl, right? Oh. That's how you say his name? Yeah. You mean the guy who wrote, like, the author? Yeah, the author, yeah. Of the, the book. Guy- oh, cool. Yeah, he wrote Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Also. Yes. Got sidetracked here. So anyways, this movie came out in 94. Um, so basically, like, this movie is actually kind of scary, <laughs> to be honest. Okay. This movie is kind of frightening. It's because of, I guess, like, the way they made it. It was a very dark movie, and it was scary. So it says, while staying at a hotel in England with his grandmother, Helga, young Luke uh, inadvertently spies on a convention of witches. And the Grand High Witch, who's played by Angelica Houston, reveals a plan to turn all children into mice through a magical formula. 
When they find that Luke has overheard, the witches test the formula on him. Now, with the help of Helga and the hotel manager, Mr. Stringer, Luke the mouse must fight back against the witches. So, pretty much this entire movie, Luke is a little mouse. And it's not animated at all. This is all live action. So, it's like an actual mouse, but like you can hear him talk. Mm -hmm. So, he's a tiny little mouse and he's super cute. And he's with his grandmother. Um, and they're at this like hotel and, uh, so they're like trying to like, the witches look really scary. So they look normal, but they like peel off their face and they've got this scary warty, like freak, freakishly scary (laughs) look to them. Like it's really frightening. Whoa. Yeah. So like, um, they're trying to poison all the witches with, or all the, they want to get all the kids. So they're like putting the, this potion into the food to like get all the kids and turn them into mice and like kidnap them. Mm-hmm. But uh, when they test it out on Luke, like he gets away, him and this other kid get away. And so it's like the two kids that are mice are trying to defeat the witches and they, end up like putting the potion into a soup that's served to all the witches so they get turned into these like gross nasty rats. Ew. <laughs> Are you sure this is for kids? No. Okay. It is. It's a kids movie. It's also a kids book and stuff, so it's like but it's so good. Like they did such a good job with it. And I can't remember when I first saw this, but it was it was so good. Like I love it so much. And you've rewatched it since? Yeah, I've watched it several times. I haven't watched it recently, um, which I I really want to do now that I've been talking about it. Um, But it's like the cast in it, I didn't really hear. I mean, like, they're probably more famous in England. So, like, Helga's played by May uh, Zetterlinger. Linging? Sorry. Zetterling. And Luke is played by Jason Fisher. And then Angelica Houston, obviously. And then uh, Mr. Stringer is Ronan Atkinson. So, like, some of these names might sound familiar to people who are, like... Ronan Atkinson sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, But this movie actually has a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, dang. Yeah. And that's just... Like, not even Hocus Pocus has 100%. Wow. I think Hocus Pocus has, like, a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. I know. So stupid. Um, But this movie is just, like, it's very, very good. Oh, very cool. um surprisingly like just it's just interesting that it's just that like people accepted it just that much yeah uh but definitely like people should watch it i wish that it was more readily available oh than, it's not it's hard to find you have to like um, almost just buy it you have to buy it or you could watch it oh ronan atkinson is mr bean <laughs> that's why that's why <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure I've heard that idiot. Yeah. Such a dub dub. Oh my god. (laughs) I was like I didn't get it either. I just knew the name. Yeah. I'm trying to think of oh uh, I just looked up the Luke Fisher or Jason Fisher. He Mm -hmm. was in um Hook. He was one of the Lost Boys. Oh, okay. That's funny. Oh wow. Needs Funny to do you... research before the show. No, came. why would I want to do that? <laughs> no, it's he okay. He was in like three movies and that's it. Well, you know. Anyways, but yeah, so, so good. So watch The Witches if you, uh, watch all of these movies, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, wait, this yeah, we hope out. this was a bit of the, you know, a big ball of nostalgia for you. Get wow, you in the mood the... for, for Halloween. I put the wrong year on this movie. <laughs> oh, what year was it? 1990. Oh, what what did you say before? 94. Oh, whoops. <laughs> whoops. 1990, guys. Sorry about it. Did my research the wrong way. Still 100% of Rotten Tomatoes, though. I was right. There you go. That's the important thing. That's all. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. So we hope you enjoyed our fourth Halloween episode and you're looking forward to our last one, which is next week, which is Hocus Pocus. So get ready for that. I hope you're all, you know, getting ready for Halloween and getting your costumes ready and, I don't know, your your plans all set. 
But that's going to wrap up for this week's episode. So the show notes for this episode and all of our other episodes are available on our website, teatimewithkc.com. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to email us at teawithkc at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes. You can also reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram by using the handle teatimewithkc. And until next time, bye! Bye! Thank you for listening. Join us next time for another cup of tea. I'm Void. And I'm Beach. And together, we're the geek to geek podcast. Well, we make it. It is kind of us, but I guess it's separate. Every week, we pick a topic from geek or digital culture and chat about it for a while. And you're invited. We talk about books and movies, games, comics, the internet. Or really whatever we feel like. Yeah, that too. So look for the geek to geek podcast on iTunes. Or wherever your podcasts are sold. Or downloaded. Or whatever. Hi, my name is Joe Hogan, and I'm a geek. And if you're currently listening to this, there's a good chance you're a geek too. So check out my podcast, Geektitude. Each week, I talk with somebody about their geek aptitude. Sometimes I talk to people in a geeky profession. Sometimes it's someone doing something really cool with their geekiness. Often it's another geeky podcaster. But it's always someone who wants to share their inner geek. So join me each week as we come together to geek out about all the geeky stuff we love. And remember, this week, keep it geek.